popping the lid on all things real estate with Tina Miller Light and Sherry Ann Houser Bush. Your place to pop in and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner. Good morning, y'all. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Good morning. How are we today? We're good. How are you doing, Tina Wiener? I'm good. <laughs> Looking out the window and seeing how breezy it is. We got atmospheric winds now. Oh, yeah, we're past the atmospheric rain. Well, I don't think we're past the atmospheric rain quite yet. Well, that's okay. You had a home inspection this morning. How'd that go? It went. It was rainy. My home inspector was on the roof. Oh, he gets an of, award. Yo, no kidding. He did a great job. Um, so I I wonder if, have you heard the saying that if it rains on your wedding day, it's good luck? No, I have. Oh, yes. Actually, I have heard that. So I told my client this morning, hey, I heard that if it rains on home inspection day, it's good luck. And oh. I told him I was kidding because I don't know that to be fact. But well, it was a good lighthearted moment. Well, you know what? It did. It was a solid home inspection. There was like very little, just minor stuff on it. So well, that's good. Yeah. So hopefully we'll continue to have a smooth escrow. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be myth busting and today's myth busting is a lot of people seem to think that realtors are rich my dad included he's constantly must be nice to be made out of money and i'm like oh dad if only you knew so we're going to be breaking down commissions and telling everybody kind of what the process is how much we really make so you kind of get an idea of how you know commissions work Okay, let's do this. Okay, so we're going to start, we're going to use very basic and minimum numbers. And so we're going to start off with a sales price of $300,000. So we just got an escrow for $300,000 and the commission is negotiable. Um, it's between 5 and 6%. We're going to use an example at 5%. So 5% of $300,000 is going to be what? 7,500 per side. So that must be 15,000. Okay. And then the agent now has, if your license is hung with a, a broker, you're gonna be paying a split to that broker, right? That is correct. So we're going to, for our example, use a 70, 30% split. So yeah. you're keeping 70 and you're giving your broker that 35, I'm sorry, that 30% of the split. So on a 15,000, actually on a 7,500, because each, the selling side gets their share and the buyer side gets their share. So I'm sorry, the listing side and the buying side. So each broker ends up with 7,500 in this scenario. And then the broker takes their 30% which leaves the agent with 70%, which would be roughly, what, $5,200? Yeah, around $5,250. And so then what? What are you going to do with your, your share, Sherry? Well, <laughs> you're rich. I'm not going to buy a Lamborghini <laughs> with $5,250. In fact, I'm not actually getting that whole $5,250. There's a lot of expenses related to this particular escrow that I now have to pay out of my my cut out of my 70 percent 
And so again, for example purposes, we're going to use bare minimums. And so we're going to start photography. Yes, photography. So that could range anywhere from minimum being $100 and go all the way up to probably $500 or more, depending on if you're using or how large the home is and property mm -hmm. that deter determines how much the photography, the still photography is going to be. And then there's also, if you're going to add features like Matterport or drone services on. So those are extra on top of the still photos, but depending on the property is, you know, that kind of stuff is needed to really show off the property and show all the different features it has. And tell people what Matterport is and why we love it. Matterport is a specific camera type of, it's a, it's an, a camera that they bring into the home and they scan the internal portion of the home and then they put it on a website and basically you can go, your client can go and click on the website and they can online virtually walk through the home and that's really good because it shows them how close the living room is to the kitchen or it kind of puts things into perspective and shows them the layout of the home as if they're actually walking through it right and then it also i believe gives like an overhead kind of a floor plan kind yes. of thing too so you're looking down in it with like it's the roof's been peeled back and you're looking down in it like so you can get the layout actually. Yeah, it's super cool. And then staging. Staging's very important. And uh, again, we're going to use bare minimums and I'm going to say $100. And when, when I say $100, I mean, I'm taking it bare, bare, bare. So that's going to be an example of, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to declutter move some of their existing stuff around, but I'm going to bring in a few things. Um, say I'm going to go to Home Goods and I'm going to get some throw pillows or a blanket or some candles or some flowers. I'm just going to do the bare minimum for it. Maybe the home's already in great shape. It doesn't need much. And so we're just going to need the bare minimum. Yeah, but it doesn't need a whole, an overhaul. Right. That's not really common. So staging could go anywhere from, like I said, that bare, bare, bare minimum up to like a couple thousand dollars if you hire professional stagers. Yeah. And a lot of times you probably want to bring a professional stager in if you're staging a vacant, maybe a luxury home that, that has nothing in it. So you want to put your best foot forward and stage it with furniture so the buyer can come in and really see how they can design it for themselves if they were to live there. Right. We kind of want it to look like when we walk into some of those beautiful model homes. Oh, yeah. They do. Oh, yes. The they new do. build, new construction. Yeah, they do a great job at staging. They've obviously spent some money in there, but I've never had a buyer go in and, and not like it. I mean, everybody loves. I get my this. ideas from that, walking through the new construction models. Yeah. So you want to, you know, your buyers to get an idea of what their stuff would look like in the house or what the possibilities are rather than having a blank canvas or you walk in, there's clutter everywhere. Yeah. And it's just not. And occasionally good. on those new construction, I might even slip my own photograph in a picture frame. <laughs> we did that. We did that. Yes, we did. 
But we told them that it was there. It was a prank. Yes, it was a prank. Open houses. We pay for open houses. Um, there's two kinds of open houses. I'll let Tina kind of talk about broker's opens. Broker's opens are when we initially list the property, we like to bring other agents in the area into the home, maybe during the lunch hour in the middle of the week. So it gives them an idea if to look at the property to see if maybe they have a buyer in mind that will match that property. And then we have regular open houses, which we might do on the weekends. We are doing some during the week as well, but that's kind of open up to all the neighbors and the public to come in and walk through the home. So you might be having expenses as far as maybe beverages, food, flyers, advertisement, things like that for an open house or a broker's open. Right. And then we have errors and omissions insurance that we pay on each transaction. And so that's about 80 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. And that covers, covers our butts. Yes. That's the most important thing that we pay for in my <laughs> personal opinion. And then we have desk fees. And so if you're hanging your license under a broker, you're likely going to be paying desk fees. For our example, we're going to use our current desk fees here at Realty Concepts, and that's $140. So that's coming out of our every single transaction. Oh, no, that comes out monthly. Right. And then another very important thing that I pay is for our transaction coordinator. Yes. I a right hand man. Yes. Handles all the paperwork, all the emails, make sure everything's signed. Can't live without this person. So that's a minimum of how much in expenses if you were to total all that up. So we're looking at $1,170 in expenses coming out of that compensation Mm -hmm. just for that escrow alone. So that's going to leave... $4,080 after the base expenses that are related to the sale of that particular home. And then don't forget, what do you have to put aside for Uncle Sam? Taxes. Because we are? Independent contractors. That's right, self-employed. What do I win for that? Well, I will get you a sweatshirt that says, somebody's bomb-ass realtor. I'm already wearing that, (laughs) Tina. You're going to give me my own shirt? So what does that leave us after we pay taxes or set aside money for our taxes? That's going to leave us around $3,030. So a little over $3,000 off of how much was the original commission? $7,500? So we started at $7,500. We paid our broker. So that left us $5,250. And now we're down to $3,030. And it's again based on a $300,000 home. That's right. Okay, and we are going to take a quick break and we'll get right back to you. Quick reminder about the inaugural peanut butter and jelly drive that we're having on National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day, which is Sunday, April the 2nd. We're going to be collecting peanut butter and jelly that we will be donating to the Pavarello House. Donations can be dropped off at either of our offices at 565 Pulaski Avenue or 575 East Alluvial Avenue up until April 2nd or you can come to our event at Sequoia Brewing Company North at Champlain and Perrin 
drop off your donations of peanut butter and jelly and they will be serving a peanut butter stout and a peanut butter and jelly martini which i've had it's really 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 good we also want to tell you about the central california food banks hunger heroes fundraising fight against hunger campaign coming up this friday march the 24th between the hours of 7 and 11 a.m will be on the corners of First and Alluvial and Fifth and Pulaski and Clovis. Drive by one of our office corners and help support our community by donating money to go towards this very worthy cause. Welcome back, y'all. I'm going to tell Tina a joke. Okay, go. What do you call a sad strawberry? A sad strawberry. I would call it moldy ew <laughs> blueberry oh a blueberry okay I, I have a joke for you you ready okay what does a house wear what does a house wear house my mind goes to housewares like when you go to target and you're looking for the housewares aisle no no like a house like a home what does a home wear what is a home wear it wears out nope an address address Oh, Oh my gosh. We are cheesy. (laughs) Getting back to our topic, we're going to now talk to you about some additional expenses that account for part of what our business pays for um, as an agent. So So these are going to be our fees and other expenses that aren't necessarily related to one of our escrows, but they're going to be ongoing fees that we pay throughout the year. Yes, correct. Okay. So we pay professional fees. Wow. This is a big one. So in order to do business in the state of California as a realtor, um, even nationally, we have to pay what we call dues. Right. One of the big ones that we pay And this is where, and we've talked about this before, where there's a difference between realtors and agents. So every agent at Realty Concepts is a realtor. And that's because we are members of the National Association of Realtors. And so we do pay some dues to them every year, as well as our local association dues that are separate that we're paying for them. And that's for us to have access to our local MLS and to be able to act as a realtor in Fresno County. Yep, that's correct. And any other, let's see, any other MLS organizations that you might belong to. So we have like a coastal one that some of us belong to. So um, there are annual and then semi-annual dues uh, for a lot of those. So those are definitely expenses we have to take into consideration every year. Right, and they add up too. Yes. Big time. Another thing is our um, lockbox fees to use the lockboxes that we have. We call them a super box. And so we pay, not only do we pay monthly fee to use those boxes, but we also pay um, an annual due. And, you know, those fees vary. We also pay for our things like our business expenses, like a cell phone. Uh, we got to have a cell phone in order to do business and any apps, business applications that you have on there. All right. And then we're paying for our gas 
Yes, which, as we all know, has gone up significantly. Everyone's been struggling with that one. Especially in California. Yes. We have. I think we went down. So I heard on the news we went down like six cents last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I am lucky enough to drive a 2014 Lexus CT200H. I don't know what the H means. Oh, I do. It's hybrid. So I drive a hybrid and I only fill up my car. I like every 15 or 16 days, I get 45 miles a gallon. It's the perfect realtor mobile. That is awesome. I have uh, just the opposite. Mine is definitely a gas hog and uh, I pay, I fill up every week and I think it costs right now about $140 (gasps) to fill up. What tarnation, <laughs> Tina? <laughs> I know. We well, our gas here in California, where we live, is what almost it's right average about five dollars a gallon for that's for regular. That's insane. I know, insane. Hopefully, we'll get some relief there soon. Wouldn't count on it. What else we have on our list of things we pay for? Client gifts. Oh, those are fun. Love those. Yes, so we can get creative with that. Um, just kind of a special thank you to our buyers and sellers for allowing us to, you know, help them in whatever transaction that we're doing for them, whether it's selling their house or helping them find another one or a brand new, you know, home. So we like to specialize those gifts according to our clients and what they like. You know, there are like 4,000 realtors in town and we know that you have a lot of options when it comes to realtors. Everybody knows a realtor. And so we really want you to know when we're we're purchasing these client gifts that you are so important to us. And we just, that's our way of showing you that we appreciate you. We know you have many choices and thank you for choosing us. That's right. Another thing we like to do is, especially when we're representing the buyer, is make sure that they're rekeying those lots as soon as we preferably as we're handing keys over because we don't want the you know never know when a seller has had a company come in or vendors or repair people maintenance people come in at any time or maybe you know their family member has a copy of their house key so we want to make sure those keys are rekeyed the locks are rekeyed yeah you never know where those keys are floating around at who has them Sign writers are another expense that we have. And so those are the, we call them writers. They go on the for sale signs out in front of the house. And it has typically our name, the listing agent's name and phone number, maybe even a picture. Some of them like to specialize their writers. So we pay for those as well. All right. I have one. I have my Sherry Bush and my phone number. And then I also have my sign writer that hangs below that says hashtag the running realtor as an additional way to market my property because on my Instagram, I'm hashtagged, hashtag the running realtor. And so if somebody wants to find me, then they can just go on and put hashtag the running realtor. And so it's a good idea as an agent to get not only a specialized writer to your name, but more importantly, you want to have sign writers that maybe say this one has a pool. Mm-hmm or large backyard or something about the home that you want to market you wouldn't necessarily see as a person driving through looking for houses that's going to be an additional kind of reach out to these clients that are looking at wouldn't otherwise know 
And also going right alongside the sign writers would be open house signs. So when we do open houses, the little A-frame a -frame signs that we put out on the corner, street corners, those are we, what we call open house signs. And so we pay for all those ourselves as well. Along with business cards that business we pass cards. out at yep. these open houses so that people, if they're interested in your property, they can call us and get more information. That's right. You have laptops. Yep. We, we must have laptops or even desk top computers in order to function, to do our business, just like any other business would. I can't function without my laptop. I can't. I can't do it on a desktop. I have to have my laptop. <laughs> I take it with me everywhere. I take it on listing appointments with me so I can show people like comparables. I, I don't know. You got how... iPads. De uh, not only do you have your laptop, you have iPads mm -hmm. that we use. Um, your cell phone. That's, oh my goodness, that is like golden because we can do a lot of things right from our cell phones. We also have license renewals. So every four years. We have to do continuing education and take classes and courses. And once we accomplish that, then we can renew our license as a salesperson. All right. Mine's up for renewal. Um, I have to renew it here by May. And I, I think I recall that renewal fee being like close to $400. Yeah. I mean, it's not inexpensive, but you know what? That also keeps us up on the current laws and everything that it makes us great realtors. Mm -hmm. It's important. Yes. And we also have, and that goes into continuing education. So any extra courses that you want to take to increase your knowledge in the field of real estate, there's a ton of continuing educations that you can take. We have general office expenses. And so that's going to be, you know what? We need paper. We need pens. We need folders, we need paper clips, calculators, all that necessary stuff. Also, the things you wouldn't think about, the unconventional, which is super important to realtor safety is, I'm going to say it on a podcast, we need tasers. Yes, absolutely. Did I tell you about the time I tasered myself in the butt? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> it was when we were- <laughs> I can't the, wait to hear this. It was when we were the old office down the street, and I had it in my pocket. Oh, gosh. I had it in my pocket. And Did you go down? No. Did it drop you to your knees? No, no it didn't. Oh. I, I just went, ow, that hurt. And then I giggled a lot. So I don't know if I had a cheap taser or what, but. Security expenses, for yes. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you just never know when you're selling, especially if you're meeting somebody you, you don't know. Or, you know, there's been a lot of situations where people have met a client in a remote situation. They don't know them. anything can happen. So safety first, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also have our social media subscriptions, memberships for any and all different apps. I think we talked about that on the phone, on our phone apps, telephone apps. So it all adds up, um, you know, and as independent contractors, we don't have healthcare provided for us. So that's a big one. If you know, if you don't already have health care through someone else in your family, then, you know, NAR and CAR does a pretty good job of providing us with options. My health insurance 
is over $500 a month. That's just for my health insurance. My dental is an extra 50. Wow. So yeah. I'm paying probably $570, $575 a month just in health and dental insurance. Yeah. And that's not even counting your car insurance. Yeah. That's another thing. Our cars, right? Yeah. We're paying for car insurance. We're paying for the extra wear and tear on our cars because we're living in them. We're, you know, constantly in and out of the car washes to keep our cars clean for our clients. Yep. So, well, all in all, I think bottom line, Sherry, we're broke. We are. We are. (laughs) We clearly don't do this business to become wealthy. We do it because we love what we do. All right. And. You know, something else to take in consideration that people don't realize as realtors, we don't get paid sick days. We don't get paid vacation days. In fact, if we're sick, if we're on vacation and a client wants to see some property, we now have to pay. Instead of getting paid, (laughs) we are paying other realtors to show these properties for us. It's not all peaches and, and... gumdrops so what's the average what would you say is the average realtor salary according to nar the national association of realtors the average realtor salary is around forty four thousand dollars and so we're definitely not buying lambos and million dollar properties for sure well it just goes to show you too we really rely on our clients for referrals yeah we definitely are a referral based business so when you think we're doing a great job for you that's how we build our business is by you telling your family and friends so that's really important to keep in mind Mm -hmm. and then something else to keep in mind we do this job we're not doing it for the money. At $44,000 a month for the average, not a month, at $44,000. Yeah. <laughs> I am hoping <laughs> might get that Lamborghini after yeah. all. For $44,000 a year, which is the average, according to NAR, we're not doing it for the money, clearly. We're doing it for the passion for what we do. We That's love right. helping people. We love turning those keys over to home buyers in just serving, serving our community, serving our clients is so extremely important to us. But I wanted to note that 87% of agents fail in their first five years of doing business. Yeah, it's a tough business, especially when you're going through the, uh, the highs and the lows of the housing market. Right. And it's one of the only industries that I know of where your compensation is constantly trying to be negotiated on your behalf. Right. Right. So it's, it's a difficult job, but it's fun. It's rewarding. We absolutely love it. And we hope that we've kind of busted that myth about how much realtors actually make. Yes. I mean, I feel deflated. I know. I feel like I need to go out and get some crackers and water and go on a prison diet after this. Well, here we are with the prison diet again. Well, I mean. Well, guys, I think that's pretty much the end of our show for today. And 
We hope that you enjoyed it and took, can take something away from this conversation. Obviously, if you have any ideas or suggestions or questions about our show, feel free to go on to the podcast notes and ask away. And we will, we will definitely bring those questions up on our next podcast. And if you didn't like it, blame Tina. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. This is my topic today. Thanks guys. We'll see you next week. Peace, love and real estate.